Welcome into the PHNX Daily Bet Show, brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe if you're new, and leave us a five-star review. I'm Shane Diefenbach, joined, as always, by Johnny Venerable. Johnny, we are less than 24 hours, or less than, no, we're not less than 24 hours. 36 little, hours. Yeah, less than 36. We're less than 36 Math hours. is not our strong suit, but no. we do love football. And yeah, love that's true. So we've been de- previewing divisions in um in, in the NFL for the past month, I would say. Yeah. And we've we've gotten to a point where now we have two left and we're going to do them both in the same day. I think they're pretty similar um in terms of talent, I would say. I think there's a bottom two and a top two in each division. I know you're okay. higher on one of these teams than I am. But what do you make of the AFC and NFC North divisions and and all that? Not getting too much into it, just from a from from a bird's eye view. Uh, AFC North isn't the best division in football, but I think it's the most competitive where you could theoretically make a case for every team to win this division. I'm not sure you can do that in any other division, the NFL. I mean, if Cleveland can bail water until Deshaun Watson comes back and he looks like vintage Deshaun Watson, you could sell me on them competing and winning this division. You can sell me on the fact that the Steelers and their history with Mike Tomlin and the fact they get more out of less with the quarterback position could could sell me on them winning the division. Of course, the Bengals, Super Bowl, you know, runner-up. And then, of course, everybody loves uh, Shane Diefenbach included, the Baltimore Ravens, even though I think they're fraudulent. It's a very compelling division. Then on the flip side, I think we're all just kind of desperate for somebody else to take the reins in the NFC North. And it feels like the Packers are finally due to take a step back. Rodgers is, is hinting at retirement every other year, back-to-back MVPs. No Devontae Adams, which I, I cannot emphasize enough, is going to have... Yep irreparable consequences for the Packer offense. And I, I'm very hopeful that Chicago and Detroit in particular can, can make some noise because, you know, as a Cardinal fan, somebody covers the team full time. I don't like the Packers being gifted the NFC North and all of their inefficiencies every year to then, you know, sleepwalk their way into the number one seed. Some of us have to play in real divisions and play yeah. real, real teams and real coaches. I'm sorry. Get your shit together. NFC North, make it competitive. I don't really, the Minnesota's I don't I don't really have much on them because I think that they've reached their ceiling with this group. Kirk Cousins threw almost 40 touchdowns last year. They they missed the playoffs. Then they hired an offensive coach. Okay. Like that doesn't do much for me, Shane. Yeah. I, I get what you're saying. Um I agree with the Packers sentiment. You know, you got a quarterback taking Percocet and playing football at the same time. I don't yeah. know how well it's gonna work out for this team with the likes of Alan Lazard and Sammy Watkins. Um so let's just talk about the Packers real fast. Obviously, Aaron Rodgers got extended. Brought back Alan Lazard, got Sammy Watkins, got Jerron Reed, who was pretty good for the Seahawks a couple of years ago, um, but not great. You extended Jair Alexander, which is huge. Um, yep. Rasul Douglas, obviously, just they are one of the best teams at drafting their secondary. Eric Stokes and Rasul Douglas, I mean, they're both going to be good for a while. You extended Preston Smith and Devondre Campbell. Um, and then departures, obviously, you lose Devontae. I don't know. I just, I don't really understand this one. Um, MVS is gone, who I think is going to be a sneaky loss. Yeah. Um, the other St. Brown brother is now on the bears, which, okay, not a big deal. Um, you lose uh, some pretty good offensive linemen and Billy Turner and Lucas Patrick. And obviously Zadarius Smith is now on the Vikings, which is going to be really interesting. Also Whitney Merciless retired, but that was a long time coming. Kevin King is gone, but he was more of a backup slot guy for a corner. So we'll see how they do. Um, we talked about them a little bit. Do you think Christian Watson's going to be able to make an impact no. in the receiving core? No, he hasn't practiced all preseason. If he makes an impact, 
It'll be the second half of this year. He is incredibly raw. Uh, and he flashed at the senior bowl. And I, I know our GM Saul Bookman was salivating over Christian Watson. That's great. He's six five, he's two oh eight. Remember what Devontae Adams was coming out of Fresno State, and everybody wants to compare the two. He wasn't very good. Dropped a yeah. lot of passes early in his career. Didn't become the Devontae Adams that we know and love now, many, many years later. So uh, I'm not writing Christian Watkins off, but it ne- that pick never made sense to me. This is a Packer team that's needing to replace Chris, or, uh, Devontae Adams now, not in two years when Aaron Rodgers is gone and your goodness starting Jordan Love or whomever you, you opt to, to go with at that point. That's why I, I thought it would have made more sense trading up for a player the caliber of Drake London, like the Cardinals, say what you want about them, trading for a proven commodity in Hollywood Brown. Packers, to me, I think they're they're showing their inconsistencies, not having a bona fide owner to, to kind of tell the GM, hey, we need players for this year, not Sammy Watkins' corpse and Randall Cobb's 100 years old and Lazard, who, by the way, is banged up. The only thing that I think it will benefit is the run game. Robert Tanya comes back from an ACL uh, presumably 100%. He was very good two years ago in that Packer team that should have been to the Super Bowl, losing to Tampa Bay. Uh, I think if you're you know, a fantasy you know, dabbler, as Shane and I are, I think Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon, run game, defense, play action. Rodgers, you know, passing touchdowns, his efficiency, TD to interception ratio will be fine. But I, to me, I just yeah. don't take this Packer team seriously because they had trouble scoring last year without mm-hmm. with Devontae Adams. And now you lose your first and second option in the passing game. Rodgers does not take kindly to young receivers. It will take time for this to blossom. Yeah. Uh, before we move on, I want to get to Joe's comment asking, any thoughts on the DraftKings get up by seven money line promo tomorrow? Thinking Rams question mark. Yeah. So if you don't know, um, there's a promotion right now where if any, the, the team you bet on money line wise, if the team that you bet on goes up by seven at any point in the game, you win your bet. I think it's maximum $250. So you can make some serious coin here. Um, this is such a toss up to me because now, it's easy. Why is that? It's easy. Buffalo has been telling everybody and their mother, all the Buffalo Bill fans in my mention saying Buffalo Bills have the best secondary in the NFL. So if push comes to shove and you have a better safety tandem than the Cardinals, I, I think Buffalo should jump on top early and then they're going to force the LA Rams to play catch up. This Bills team, everybody loves them. Super Bowl favorites. Rams are a little bit beat up. Both running backs are a little bit beat up. Soft tissue injuries. Stafford's got an arm thing. Robinson, new scheme, right? I, I think Cooper Cup will get his. I think the Buffalo Bills at one point tomorrow lead, lead by at least a touchdown. And if they get if they win the toss and don't elect to defer, they will score in the opening possession. They're too talented offensively. Well, yeah. I also think the same with the Rams, though. I think the Bills do win this game, but if the Rams get the ball first, the only reason why I think it's a coin toss is because the Rams are at plus money. You'll make more money by betting on them. If you're uh, right about that, I don't want to hear about Buffalo's defense ever again. Stop <laughs> telling me about the Bills. No, defense. because because this is this is the the first scripted drive of the you season. You don't get to beat up on the shitty AFC East offenses with the Jets and the Dolphins and the Patriots. One drive like isn't going to determine and that. act like some big shot all year. One drive. Or, or, I'm just I'm talking. And they don't one even drive. get the one seed last I'm year, and then they got their drive, shit Johnny. beat by the. I am just numb to to Buffalo's defense yeah, and all of their clearly. levers out there. All of their defensive players, they're either overrated or they show up tomorrow night. Prove it. Prove it. Yeah, I'm just saying it's it's one drive is all I'm talking about. But let's move on. Uh, Joe's starting a fight already. Um, let's move on to the Vikings, who I really like um, this year. Obviously, Kirk Cousins is Kirk Cousins. He'll give you a very midseason, have some pretty, pretty damn good stats. But overall, he makes some mistakes that kind of offset that. 
Um, they got a really good wide receiver trio. Thielen, uh, Jefferson, and K.J. Osborne. Really like K.J. Osborne this year. Um, obviously, you extended Kirk. Uh, you get two guards in Jesse Davis and Chris Reed. Jordan Hicks, Zadarius Smith, as I said earlier. Pat P. <laughs> comes back. And Chandon Sullivan at the corner. So nothing crazy big there. Harrison Phillips is a good um, get. And then losing Tyler Conklin. Mm, Mason Cole. Everson Griffin's gone. He's still a free agent, I think. Michael Pierce, uh, Sheldon Richardson. So you lose a lot of defensive line depth. Anthony Barr is also gone. And Xavier Woods and Nick Vigil, who is now a Cardinal. What do you make of this team? I know you're not super high on them, Johnny. Well, they were terrible in one-score games last year. So everybody in the national media says, well, they were 8-9 and they were terrible. So if they just flip a couple of those games. And and listen, I like their new head coach. I think he's fine. But as we talked about, like they, I think they've reached their peak offensively. I think Justin Jefferson is going to leave lead the league in receiving yards, but Kirk Cousins is what he is. He puts up hollow stats uh, after the fact. They have a very, very capable offense. Christian Dowersaw, Brian O'Neill are two very good right right and left tackles. Garrett Bradbury at center is an upgrade. Dalvin Cook is good for a couple, four or five times a year. Is he out for the year? Nope, he comes back the next possession. He loves to milk that. Um, and and yeah, I, I think that they're going to be in the mix all year for a wild card berth, and I think it'll be a coin flip as to whether or not they get there. Um, I am very envious of what they did on the defensive line, specifically a pass rusher. I like Zadarius Smith. Daniel Hunter's a great player. Their secondary is terrible, though. Harrison Smith's too old. Patrick Peterson should not be starting for any NFL team. If if you get capable time, you can pick apart this defense, as we saw last year, and I think it could be even worse. Mike Zimmer out, new defensive coordinator in, usually takes about six to eight games even to get that up and running and ingratiated. So Vikings are going to have very similar games to last year. Can they kick and make big kicks in crunch time? I don't know. So I, I would say their ceiling's probably 11 games, but their floor is probably seven games. So eight or nine wins seems about right for them. Yeah, they're um... – I agree. They're, I mean, their secondary is going to have to be helped out by this pass it's rush. Ter- I think when healthy, the, the, that's the biggest thing. If, if this pass rush is healthy, Daniil Hunter and Zadarius Smith could be one of the best duos in 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 the in the in football. Um, so yeah, yeah, really excited to see that. But yeah, we'll we'll, we'll talk more about what we think is going to happen in this division. Um, but first, let's get to the two pretty consensus bottom teams. We'll start with not the for line. me. Not yeah, for well, me. I know. I know. That's why I said consensus, not just in general. Um, we'll start with the lines. You know, I like the signing of DJ Chark a lot. I think he can be really good in this offense. And Deshaun Elliott and Tracy Walker at safety, those are, you know, those are two really good safeties. Charles Harris at edge and Josh Reynolds is a solid uh wide receiver three, wide receiver four sometimes. So that's good and well. And they didn't really lose anybody crazy. Obviously, Trey Flowers is gone, but that's not a huge thing. You lose um Jalen Maben. Dean Marlowe, who's not a huge safety, and obviously you replace it with two better safeties. Um, and that's basically it. And obviously, hometown kid Aiden Hutchinson, who I think is a shoe-in for Defensive Rookie of the Year. Uh, yeah, I, I like what they did this offseason, and I'm confident that they're going to – I think they could be over 500. I definitely think they can. Don't think they're going to win the division, but – what do you think about them, Johnny? I know you like them a lot. Uh, this is my team to go worst to first. I think they're going to win the division since the first time in the early 90s. I think they have 100% buy-in on Dan Campbell. If you've been watching Hard Knocks like myself, it's a special thing going on with this team. Equally special is they get a fourth-place schedule. It's a trash schedule. It's a lot mm-hmm. of Jets and Jaguars and Commanders. They get the Bears twice. Basically, can they split with the Vikings and the Packers? I think they can. 
to me, I love a team that can control the line of scrimmage. Offensively, they've got a top five offensive line in the NFL. Let's start there. Hawkinson's elite at tight end. Taylor Decker, Panay Sewell may end up being the best tackle tandem in the NFL. And then you've got a lockdown center, top three of five at his position in Frank Rag. Now, I think uh, right now, the Lions buy them offensively. I know people are sweating Jared Goff. Just be a distributor like your days with Sean McVay and company. Uh, Amron, Am, Amra St. Brown. God, they got all these names. Amon Ra. Amon Ra St. Brown. What did I say? Amon Ra? You said like, Amra. Amra. Amon Ra. St. Brown. Uh, I think he's going to have a monster year. Yeah. He had a lot of targets last year because, as you mentioned, didn't have a lot of quality weapons. DJ Shark. Josh Reynolds now into the fold. They uh, elevated Ben Johnson to their offensive coordinator. I like him. And then end of the year, midseason even, Jamison Williams gets unleashed on that turf in Ford Field. Look out. He is going to electrify this division if they're hovering around 500. I think Jamison Williams is going to have the same effect that Odell Beckham did as a rookie for the New York Giants that propels this team to the postseason. Defensively, you just mentioned it. Uh, I equally think Aiden Hutchinson is going to sleepwalk his way to rookie of the year. He was unblockable at times during the preseason and in training camp. Jeff Okuda, back from the dead, third-year corner out of Ohio State. I think he'll be very good. Tracy Walker's a you nice You think he'll safety. be very good? I think he'll be very good this year. Yeah, he wow. had a nice camp. Okay. Uh, this He had to kind of win back this coaching staff after yeah. last year. I would love it. Injury. I love him. Th- former third overall pick, Ohio State. He, he can be a player for them. Uh, once intercepted Kyle... Kyler Murray, State Farm Stadium. So yeah, uh, only played ten games in two years, though. Defense just needs to be twentieth or better, and I think Mm. second year Dan Campbell, they should offense control the line of scrimmage, play action. It really just revolves around golf. Can golf not throw egregious interceptions, fumble at the goal line? DeAndre Swift, can he stay healthy? But I like the makeup of this team enough. You could convince me they win the division. (laughs) So. I'm just a little confused, Johnny, about reasoning-wise. You don't like the Vikings because of Kirk Cousins and they've reached yeah. their ceiling and their secondary, but you're a fan of a team that was 30th in DVOA last year on defense and have, has Jared Goff at the helm. Can you explain why? Because I think for the Vikings, it's the same thing we see every year. And part of that is is Kirk Cousins' makeup, but also Detroit. This offensive line, not Minnesota's, but Detroit's offensive line yeah. could be top five in the NFL. I like the weapons continuing to rise for Detroit. Like I know Minnesota is going to Mm -hmm. score 30 plus points per game. I think their defense is worse. I think Detroit's defense could be better than Minnesota's. And I think you could win this division potentially at 10 and seven. I think the Packers, the Vikings and the Detroit lions could all be eight, nine, 10 win teams. And then it's going to come down to the final week of the season. And it's going to matter how you do in division and and like who sweeps the Chicago bears, right? That that's, Mm -hmm. what's going to matter. What, what week do you get Justin Fields on? So I think all these teams could be separated by a game or two. I just, for whatever reason, I just don't think the Packers have it this year without you rely on a singular player offensively for so long and you just remove him and you think you're going to hold it with fucking tape that you're not going to do that. They would have had to find an heir apparent or at least somebody capable. I In today's NFL where you have to score points to be effective, it's an offensive league. The Lions have leaned into offense. The Packers have not. Gotcha. Yeah, it's more of a we know what we get here and we don't know what we get here um, bet. And I I don't mind that. Those are some of my favorites. All right, we'll get to the uh, not very good team in this division, the Chicago Bears. 
I don't even want to talk about gains and losses. Well, Keel Harry, Byron Pringle, Equinemia, St. Brown, good wide receiver core. No, probably the worst in the NFL. Um, you, yeah, there's basically the only notable acquisitions, and they're not very notable. Um, you lose three good receivers. You lose one good receiver and two okay ones. You lose Marquise Goodwin, Jakeem Grant, and then Allen Robinson, obviously. Um, no backups that are worth mentioning anymore. Andy Dalton and Nick Foles are both gone. Jermaine Fetty has gone on the offensive line. James Daniels has gone on the offensive line. You lose two of your top defensive tackles in Akeem Hicks and Blue Nichols and a nose tackle in Eddie Goldman. And obviously, Khalil Mack is now gone. What are we doing, Johnny? They went 3-0 in the preseason. Let me just put that out there. Uh, <laughs> that might be the highlight for our folks at CHGO. <laughs> Uh, I like Justin Fields a lot. I think that it's going to be an indictment on this franchise if they ruin him, because I think this is the closest thing we could see to a quarterback being ruined. Imagine, and I've said this many times, if the San Francisco 49ers had pulled their head out of their ass and drafted Justin Fields and the trajectory of that team, I can tell you right now, Jimmy Garoppolo would not be on the 49ers. Justin Fields is big time. He can make big time throws. He was grossly criticized coming out. Um, Off the field stuff, he's the best thing they have going right now. Uh, I do not like the fact they hired yet another defensive coach in an offensive league. What are you doing? This is a team that has incredibly poor ownership. They're trying to move stadiums. It's just, I mean, frankly, I have more respect for a young quarterback a la Kyler Murray and Justin Fields and Cam Newton once upon a time where you elevate historically bad franchises. I think it's more impressive if Justin Fields wins seven games this year than if Trey Lance wins 11. Way more impressive. You mentioned it. The offensive skill players are dismal. Something called Byron Pringle, you know. Hey, I, we're, don't we're slander fan, Byron Pringle. We're a big fan of Darnell Moody. He had a he had a great rookie season last year. Cole Komet, we'll see what he can do. The offensive line, I think it's better than people think. It's not, it's not great on the interior. The tackles, we'll, we'll see how they hold up. Uh, defensively, though, I think that's where we're going to have our big problems. Like, I think this is a team that could try to flip Robert Quinn on a contract year midseason. Um, somebody who I thought they should have tried to cash in on already. Their secondary, Eddie Jackson, has not been worth that contract. I think he gets cut next next um, next spring because this is not the same regime that signed him to that deal. And then Roquan Smith, like Roquan Smith wants to be paid. Do we see Roquan Smith like slowly go to the IR to protect his his bag? I don't know. I think the offense could have a better year than the defense. And if you're Eberflus, that's a bad look because they he came from that you know Colts mindset of run the football, play good defense, but. I just feel like Justin Fields is either going to be ruined or wasted in Chicago, and yeah. I hate to see that. Yeah, I agree. We'll we'll get into our NFC North predictions and bets in just one minute, but if you want to make these bets, do it on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. As we mentioned earlier, they got some really good promotions going on, and today they drop squares for the NFL season. You can bet on squares for individual games for each quarter. It's pretty fantastic. Um, so head over to the DraftKings Sportsbook app today. Use that promo code PHNX when you sign up. Um, and right now, NFL season is just around the corner. We got it tomorrow, baby. So right now, you can bet just $5, get $200 in free bets instantly. And as I said, as that week one bonus, everyone gets that early win promotion. It's simple. Just download it. Um, when you use that promo code PHNX and bet on any NFL team to win on Sunday, if they if any team leads by 10 points at any time in the game, you get paid instantly, even if they end up losing the game. And then tomorrow, it's the same thing, but with seven points with either of the teams. So download it today. Use that promo code PHNX on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for more details. All right, Johnny, let's get into Love this NFT. comment real quick. Aaron Lee in the chat signed up for DraftKings with your promo code. As a first-time sports better, 
I'm looking forward to getting advice from you all. Well, thank you, Love Aaron it. Lee. Uh, welcome to the PHNX family. Uh, we will do our best to make you money this fall betting on the NFL. Super, super excited for the rest of these shows. Johnny, let's see your forecast for the NFC North. What are we thinking? Uh, here's what I like. Here's what I'm going to dabble with. Uh, I mentioned it for words to first. Get that frozen little emoji off the screen. The Detroit Lions are going to win the NFC North for the first time, I think, since Barry Sanders' 1992 playoff season when they lost to Brett Favre uh, at home. Uh, plus 1,000, throw 10 bucks on it. What could it hurt? Green Bay Packers, uh, like I mentioned, they're going to be between an 8-10 to 10 win team. I think this is the beginning of the end. I think they've blown their window. You absolutely love to see it. And the Chicago Bears, um, I want to be wrong on this. I want to see Justin Fields get over six wins. This feels really high, uh, especially in a division where we feel like those top three teams are going to be fighting for a playoff berth. And I've seen the Bears' schedule. I mean, they got they got to play some tough teams out of division. So, yeah, I I want to believe Chicago, but you have given me no reason to believe. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, six seems like a, a pretty good lock on, on the under. I just want to say that all of these graphics have the frozen emoji because we're in the North division. So it's, Oh, cold. gotcha. I yeah. thought you were saying my bets were no. just frozen cold. No. I don't mind them. Gotcha. I, I like a little flyer, $5 okay. to win 50 on the lions. Why not? There. There um, go. This is what I'm thinking. I talked about the Vikings, big fan of them plus two fifty to win the division. I mean, if we think the Packers aren't going to do it, it's going to be the Vikings unless the lions like Johnny thinks are going to do it. Um, I, I'm taking them at plus two fifty. I think this is the year. If they don't win the division this year, then I'm all out on Kirk Cousins and the Vikings. If, if it's we over. see it yeah. one more, then, then it's over. This is this is their time. They have to do it this year because God knows Aaron Rodgers might summon another good receiver for his last year in the NFL. Um, but yeah, I'm taking them plus 250. And then we talked about the Bears. I don't think they win more than three division games. You know, I, I think the Vikings and the Packers beat up on them. Aaron Rodgers is their daddy. Um, and then you you might beat the Lions twice, maybe, but maybe. Uh, I don't, I don't see that happening either. Um, I might take them under one and a half. They put that up on the drafting sports. We got that's at minus 165 under two and a half division wins for the Bears. And then I like the Lions to win over two and a half division games. I definitely think they beat the Bears twice. And then they just got to steal one from the Packers or the Vikings, which I think is very, very plausible. So I'm taking that at plus 115 over two and a half division wins for Man Campbell and the Lions. Um, I don't hate then, it. I don't hate yeah. it. Okay. Uh, and then we'll get into our props before we move on to the AFC North, get into some player stuff. Johnny, why don't you go first? What do you like player-wise? Uh, more the same. Uh, I think this is yours, by the way. Your props. Oh, my you bad. Talk about your props? No, there never mind. Uh, Justin Jefferson, I think, is the best receiving receiver in the NFL, uh, <laughs> meaning not quite better than Hopkins and Devontae and getting okay. in the end zone. I see what you're saying. But I racking up yards in between the twenties. He eats. He's going to eat. He's going to leave the NFL in receiving yards this year because you know Kirk Cousins loves those meaningless yards when they're down by ten and they score a tutty and it means nothing. Aaron Rodgers is going to go over his passing tolls because I think he's going to be in a lot of games where he's forced to throw. Um, and we'll see who's the benefactor of that. I like Robert Tanyan for whatever reason. He keeps going back to Randall Cobb. We'll see what the rookie Christian Watkins can do. And this is my favorite bet of the year. Uh, within this division because the line is so robust because I think Dan Campbell wins coach of the year, even if they make the wild card as a seventh seed. If you're thinking like that, you think, okay, Detroit will make the playoffs. uh, Then you would expect that Dan Campbell would be coach of the year plus 1600. Hell yeah. Give that to me. Give that to me all day long. Do you think that they, he wins that if they don't make the playoffs? No, you have to make the playoffs. He can't, I mean, I but I I tell you right now, nine and eight will get you in in the mm-hmm. NFC, and if things break right, eight nine might get you in. So 
I mean, if he's seven and ten, no one's giving him coach of the year. Yeah. They get to nine wins, they're in the playoffs. He's getting that award. You're cashing in on DraftKings. Definitely. I don't hate it. Um, talked about Justin Fields. Look, I, his passing yard total is so low. It's like 3,200. So I'm not taking the under on that. I'm taking the under on passing touchdowns. The man had seven touchdowns last year, and I know he only played in 12 games. Right. But I just don't think this offense is going to score, man. I just don't think they're going to score. three touchdowns in a preseason game. Stop talking about the preseason, Johnny. I'm taking his under passing touchdowns at 18 and a half at minus 120. And then Kirk Cousins loves meaningless yards, as we said. But they might be meaningful this year. Over 4,200 passing yards. He's done this a couple times in the last couple of years. Plus, he's got Thielen back from injury. I think they have a great passing offense once again. And then Justin Jefferson to win Offensive Player of the Year is plus 1,200 on the drafting Ooh, sports pickup. He's going to go crazy this year. Jay Jettas, as long as barring any injury, I think he wins that. I, people love stats. People love him. The, the The kids love him so much. I mean, any player that that has their own dance in the NFL, like him and Jamar Chase, People are attracted somebody, to it's a lot like John Morant. Somebody asked, like a national media pundit, I think it was Mike Florio, Pro Football Talk, thinks that he could win MVP this year. And I think this is a unique situation where everybody just hates Kirk Cousins enough that they would give it to Justin Jefferson. And I don't hate that. Yeah. If they're the number one seed in the NFC and he has like 2,200 yards receiving, I think that he could win MVP. That would be awesome. Yeah, I, I, I like that take. That's fun. I wonder what the odds are on the drafting sports for gap. I'll check in a little bit. Um, but let's get into the AFC North now. This division's fun. This division's really fun. And for all the Bengals lovers out there, because I know there's a lot of them, you might want to close your ears for, for this part when I'm talking about it. Look, so the Bengals last year, amazing story, really fun. I think they're really good. I think they're going to have a top five offense in the NFL again. But you remember they started off really poor. And everyone's kind of trying to figure out what changed. I'll tell you what changed. The turnover luck changed. They started getting turnovers in the last couple of games of the season and into the playoffs, and they didn't give up any. I think they only had one turnover in like a month and a half from their end on offense. On defense, they were getting very lucky, and that is just – if they can continue to do that, sure, they'll win 12 games. I don't think they do, though. I think this defense is solid, but I think Eli Apple gets targeted a lot, and I think he continues to do so. Um, obviously, they have two really good safeties, but – I think I think you're going to see a little bit of a Super Bowl hangover from this team, um, even though they did not come out victorious. I don't know. Johnny, I know you like them to win this division, but um, real quick, what do you think of this Bengals team this year? Well, they won the division last year with 10 wins, and I think it's very similar, and I think the division has gotten worse. Uh, you know, Say what you want about Pittsburgh. Ben Roethlisberger, a fixture, you're going to have a transitional year at quarterback. What does that look like? And I think the offense runs through Najee, so – uh, really, your biggest your biggest counterpart until Deshaun Watson arrives for a full season is competing head-to-head with Baltimore and Lamar Jackson. I'm just not sold on what the Ravens have done this offseason. I think it's been mismanaged, and I've, I've almost put the Bengals in this spot by default. Uh, and they used to win the division a lot with um, Marvin Lewis and company, and I don't love their coach. I think Zach Taylor's overrated. I think he's being carried by one singular player. But they have a historic tandem in Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, and T. Higgins is a top probably 20 receiver in the mm -hmm. NFL. That's enough in today's NFL. When you talk about Joe Mixon, they upgraded their offensive line. They got Lalo yep. Collins. They are better offensively. Hayden Hurst, a tight end. Like, they can win this division having a mediocre to below average defense, but an elite offense that's going to be top five to seven. 
Still got Sam Hubbard and Trey Hendrickson on the defensive line that can apply pressure. We know how we feel about Eli Apple in the secondary, Shano, but I, I feel like this is going to be a team that goes about their business over the course of the year. They're going to lose some games they're not supposed to, but I think they end up winning 10 games, 11 games, very similar to the NFC North, and that's what gets them into the postseason. The AFC is a gauntlet, and I think these mm-hmm. other teams, and let, if you're not sporting a Pro Bowl-level quarterback or somebody of top 12 to 15 status of quarterback, you're going to get eaten alive in this division. Yep. And so if Cleveland, I don't know how they, you know, bail water with Jacoby Brissett until Deshaun comes back. Plus Deshaun looked like ass in the preseason. I don't think he's going to be ready until next year playing, missing that many games. And then, you know, Pittsburgh and Baltimore interchangeable two and three. I'll tell you who I'm going with here in a second, but the Bengals win this division by default. Nothing wrong with that. I I disagree. So you talked about their offensive line. You said they upgraded. They kind of did. I mean, you, you lost three guys that were starters last year, and you brought. But they in were bad. Guys. They weren't good last year. Yeah, they get Alex Kappa and Layla Collins. So Alex Kappa's overrated, man. I'm sorry, he is. He is overrated. I, yeah, you, you, I, I know. You, you get some guys. They might be a little bit better, but Joe Burrow is also a culprit of why this team is so bad. Do you remember what happened to Joe Burrow in the Titans game? That was not because of this offensive line being terrible. Joe Burrow couldn't just would didn't decided well, not I'm to throw sorry. the ball away. Joe Burrow in his second NFL season went to the Super Bowl. Like I, I'm, it's fair to expect I, him to. I, to I, I've already addressed it. I know. I, it was awesome, and I think they're a great he team. Will, I here, think their offense is fantastic. He will have. They will have a better statistical season than last year, but they will not go as far in the playoffs. They had their playoff. I don't think they're a Super Bowl contender, but I think they win this kind of shitty division. All right. Well, we'll get into my team. It's the Ravens, obviously super injured last year. Johnny hates them, and that's fine. I think they're going to be really good this year. I'm a big Lamar Lamar believer, and I know you're talking about his contract. I'm just going to put that aside for now. Um, Marcus Williams, Pat Ricard, if we get three signed, who I think is a very big sleeper on this team. I love a good fullback, and they use him well. Um, Calais Campbell, old man, will still probably have a pretty good year. Justin Houston, um, Cal Fuller, and Michael Pierce are all still on the squad. And then, you know, you lose Hollywood, you lose Sammy Watkins, but I think Rashad Bateman, who was injured last year, is going to have a breakout year this year. Um, You lose some guys in the offensive line. You lose some depth in your secondary, but I also think you gain some, obviously, without being injured. Um, I think this team is slated for a huge bounce back year. And plus, as you mentioned, Last in, 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 For the a- NFC North, this team is playing a terrible schedule. They have the fourth-place schedule in this division. They were last last year, and they didn't. They, they were last because they were injured. It wasn't because they were bad. I think they're going to cruise through that. I think they win 11 to 12 games. I think they win this division. Uh, I disagree. Uh, I think we talked about the Bears potentially having the worst wide-receiving core in the NFL. I think if you don't include the tight end and Mark Andrews, I think the Ravens are – but you do three, include five. the tight end Mark Andrews because Lamar knows how to use him. You don't you All don't right. just throw that Why, away. A player with a WR in front of their okay. name. Uh your Rashad Bateman was terrible last year. <clears throat> he was a non factor last year. He was a non factor. Devin Duvernay is a return Brother. specialist. He's in their starting receiving <laughs> core. Uh their their running backs are, are how they're gonna try to score points. And I, I love JK Dobbins. I think they signed Kenyon Drake. That's a nice move for them. But they're playing in a division with uh, a, a Bengals team that it's like they're driving like a four-cylinder car against the Bengals, like souped-up sports car. That's what it feels like. I think Lamar, if Lamar doesn't get his contract done, I don't think Lamar is going to be as willy-nilly with his body this year. I think that's going to play a huge part in how he plays and how he tries to operate offensively. Their offensive line, if Ronnie Stanley comes back, it's elite. Like Tyler Lindemann a lot. Kevin Zeitler at guard. I think Morgan Moses is the right tackle. Like they have a lot of good players up front. Defensively, though, 
not buying their defensive line at all. Uh, old man, Calais Campbell, they, um, they needed to upgrade their defensive line. They've got Travis Jones kind of waiting in the wings out of uh, UConn, but they got run over by a lot of teams late last year. I think the way to beat this Ravens team is you score points quickly and you force Lamar and, and company to become one-dimensional. But and that's the I, way they win is they don't let you score points quickly, especially with this upgraded uh, defense. We'll see. Marcus Peters is old. He's coming off injury at cornerback. I, I think they'll be competitive, but I think I think we have seen probably the best from this unit. They need to really rethink what they do offensively. They do not have enough weapons. Uh, I think they end up winning about eight games, just like last year. All right. We'll, we'll see. I'm super excited for these Bengals and Ravens matchups, um, and we'll definitely be betting on those. During the season, let's get into the lesser of the teams. The Cleveland Browns, who the hell knows what is going on with this team? Everybody knows who they have. Um, a couple other ones aside from Mr. Watson, you get Amari Cooper, Jakeem Grant, um, you resign in Joku. Uh, <laughs> you get some offensive lines guys back. Uh, Chase Winovich, which is kind of fun, I guess. Uh, Denzel Ward gets extended. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, oh, Jadavion Clowney, of course, but who really cares? Uh, I think he's pretty much past his prime. And then you lose Jarvis Landry, obviously, um, uh, to Karis McKinley, Malik Jackson, Malcolm Smith, Mac Wilson, Troy Hill. You lose a lot of guys on the defense. Yeah. This team is going to struggle bad at the start of the year. Um, I think they're going to have to rely on Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. What do you think, Johnny? Yeah, and you know, Amari Cooper, what is he even is he even motivated at this point in his career? He's got his money. I love Donovan Peoples-Jones as a number two option. Mm-hmm. Their offensive line is still very good. Jedrick Wills, you know, Jack Conklin as your two tackles, Joel Batonio. Uh, they're going to run the football. They're going to be effective. But again, this team has a gross, gross ceiling. Uh, last year, they were competitive down the stretch until Baker Mayfield got turnover prone with all of those interceptions. So my guess is Jacoby Brissett is going to be the ultimate game manager. You just can't win games like that in the NFL, especially as we mentioned in the uber competitive AFC. Uh, Miles Garrett's a little bit banged up, but it's something worth watching. Mike Jarecki, who it's kind of a clown reporter reported that he got hurt recently working out by himself away from the team. The team's pissed off about that. Probably a little bit of truth to that. Uh, Clowney, Winovich, you know, Clowney to me is about a year and a half from being out of the league. Their corners are nice. I love Gren, uh, Denzel Ward. I love Greg Newsom. Got some a couple nice safeties. This team is going to be posed to, to make a run at the Super Bowl next year with Deshaun Watson. It's just a weird in-between year mm-hmm. where I think they, they probably win about six games. Um, cause I think Watson's going to struggle when he comes back. I don't think it's going to be plug and play, uh, as we saw in the preseason. So six and 11 feels about right with a team that's going to try to hold it together next year. They've got a lot of people under contract, but you, you sold your soul for Deshaun and you got a punt on the 2022 season as a result. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Health is another big thing. If miles Garrett can stay healthy, I think this defense is good. If not, it'll be wishy-washy. It'll we'll be bad. You know. Yeah. 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 We'll, we'll see on that. Um, all right, let's get into the Steelers now. <laughs> Uh, this is a weird team, man. You got Mitchell Trubisky officially named the starter. Can yeah. Pickett will be his active roster on, or will be active during game days as his backup officially. Um, that is no longer Mason Rudolph. You extend Mika Fitzpatrick, which is huge. You re-sign Terrell Edmonds. Uh, you re-sign Akella Witherspoon, which I like. Um, Levi Wallace, and then you get Miles Jack. Um, and Joby, which I really like on the de- on the defensive line. Um, and yeah, those, those it's, it's solid, solid offseason in terms of resignings and acquisitions. Um, obviously losing Juju, but I don't think that's that bad because this team just is ridiculous at drafting wide receivers. Um, uh, Joe Hayden's gone finally. Um, Stefan Tuitt finally retired. 
Uh, Trey Turner's on the Commanders now, and obviously Big Ben is gone. Ray Ray McLeod coming from the Niners as well from the receiving core. But I think this receiving core is really, really deep. Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool are once again going to be pretty solid. I think George Pickens is going to be really good. Uh, I think Pat Fryermuth is going to be really good, and I really like Calvin Austin as well. Um, so I think the offensive or their skill position talent is really good, except for quarterback. We'll see what Trubisky can do moving the ball downfield. Johnny, what's your take on this team? Uh, I, I think too much of Mike Tomlin to think that they're going to take a step back. I think again, status quo nine and ten or nine and eight. I think feels about right. Second in the division, I think they're going to be better than Baltimore. Uh, love the receiving core. Dis- distributor for Mitch Trubisky slash Kenny Pickett. Uh, Claypool, Pickens, and Johnson is probably going to be a top 10 unit by the end of the year. George Pickens has been unguardable during camp. And then you mentioned Fryermuth. He, he was really good last year as a rookie. Second mm-hmm. year, he's going to eat in the red zone. Offensive line is a little worrisome, but Trubisky yeah. can, and Pickett can move. And then like Najee Harris, they've been adamant. They're going to give him like 350 touches, both rushing and receiving. Um, I think they get just enough offensively to complement what, what I think is still the best defense in the NFL. Um, I, I love TJ Watt. I think he's a bona fide future Hall of Famer. I think he's going to lead the league in sacks at plus 600 that we'll talk about here in a second. Their secondary is super underrated. Fitzpatrick was a, a, a great addition a couple of years ago from Miami, stealing him from the Dolphins. And so... I think they're going to win a lot of games ugly, but I think they have more explosiveness offensively than they did even last year with Roethlisberger on his last legs. And I, I think they're going to do some creative things like Chicago did once upon a time with Mitch boots, play action, get him moving easy throws. Yeah. And he doesn't have to play in the cold yet. I think you could transition to pick it right at the right time where he's used to playing in that Pittsburgh weather, November, December football um, and I think Najee is going to be an absolute monster for them. Screens, check downs out of the backfield. Um, I don't, I'm not a Pittsburgh fan by any stretch. I just, mm-hmm. I like the makeup of this team more than Baltimore. And I like the fact they don't have all this outside noise going on right now. Yep. This is, this, this is how you rebuild a team. You, you, yeah. you do it slowly in a transition period. I really like this. I don't think they're going to be terrible. Don't think they're going to be great, but I don't think they're going to be, they're going to fall off by any means. And I agree with you. The Trubisky thing, you know, he, everyone thinks of him as a terrible quarterback He's not great, but he always was he was tasked to do too much in Chicago. They wanted him to do too much. If you just keep it short, you know, he's kind of a veteran now, I guess. Check downs, you know, you have really good receivers in space. I think their offense will be pretty good. They have um, a, they I, absolutely have a ceiling, but uh they're one of the few teams that can still rely on their defense in today's NFL game. Before we get into our picks for the AFC North, I just wanted to bring up this tweet um from Tom Withers, <laughs> Nick Chubb on what he expects from Baker Mayfield, quote. We all know Baker, uh, so I don't know what to expect. <laughs> <laughs> um, I uh, I love Carolina week one. We talked about it. I think they're yeah. going to destroy destroy Cleveland, uh, and I think Baker has a chance to take that team to the playoffs this year. It's so gross, but I love it. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get into your forecast for the AFC North. You obviously talked about the Ravens. but Yeah, don't love the Ravens at all this year. Everybody's... You know, Kyle Hamilton's looked terrible at safety, by the way. Everybody loved that pick last April. He hasn't looked good at all. Ravens are so overrated. Bengals win the division. That's an easy layup, plus 170. I think the Steelers sneak into the playoffs as the seventh seed, uh, just like they did last year. I love that odd at plus 350. I think the AFC West is going to eat each other. I think the AFC South is terrible and could be won by nine games. And the AFC East, like, could conceivably see just one playoff team in the Buffalo Bills. I think Belichick is about done. I don't trust Tua, and then obviously the Jets are the Jets. So uh, I think two teams come out of this division, and I think it's the Bengals and the Steelers. 
Um, wow. Okay. Uh, interesting. I didn't expect you to pick them to make the playoffs, but I don't mind it. I don't hate it. Come, come yeah, I just – when's, when's the last time – Mike Tomlin's never had a losing season, and I yeah. think right, I'm going to bet on Mike Tomlin succeeding until he doesn't anymore. Yep, definitely. I, I don't hate it. Um, all right, we'll look at my forecast. Obviously, me and Johnny, different approaches here. I think the Baltimore Ravens are going to win the division. Worst the first. I told you guys, the worst. they're, they're playing one of the worst schedules in the NFL. <laughs> Um, I think they stomp, stomp all over the schedule. I think they beat the Bengals once or even twice. Uh, as I said, the turnover luck isn't going to last. I'm taking them under 10 wins, the Cincinnati Bengals at minus 120. I think they win nine games, and it may be a push at 10, um, but I don't think they win the division. I think Baltimore is going to get 10 to 11 wins and have that tiebreaker. If so, I'm taking the Browns under eight and a half wins. This is a rebuilding year. They're going to have to punt, as Johnny said. I just I don't I don't see it at all. Um, I like Miles Garrett. That's about it. Mm-hmm. It's over for um, Cleveland. I, this this regime, like, this is a transitional year. Just take yeah. a year off. Um, all right. Well, before we get out of here, we got a couple more props to give you guys and make sure to download the Drafting Sportsbook app and get on these because the futures most likely will be taken down tomorrow or right after the game. Um, so make sure to get in on the action on the Drafting Sportsbook app. Johnny, what do you like for from the AFC North? Uh, here's some tasty props. I think Joe Burrow is going to sling it. They have the best receiving core in the NFL. It's not comparable, and they have yep. a uh, receiving back in Joe Mixon that's fantastic. Uh, Joe Burrow is going to have 5,000 yards passing this year. He's going to lead the NFL. Uh, they don't want to run the football. No one no one believes them when they tell you that, and I think Najee could lead the league in rushing yards. I don't think Jonathan Taylor repeats because they've upgraded in Indianapolis at quarterback uh, with Matt Ryan. Najee could have 16, 1,700 yards rushing. Uh, not a great yards per carry, but they're going to run him into the ground. Very Pittsburgh-esque. And then I like Watt, again, to lead the league in sacks at plus 600, yeah. uh, especially if somebody like Miles Garrett is out. Uh, it's either going to be Watt or bleh, Nick Bosa leading the league in sacks. So I'll go with Watt. <laughs> I don't hate it. Um, yeah, I think Joe Burrow can, can get there. I'm just a little worried on generational offenses like this getting kind of figured out by different looks. Um, You're telling me like people that. are figuring out Jamar Chase. Uh, it's, it's a no for me. Well, it was a no from everybody when people thought they wouldn't figure out Patrick Mahomes, and they've they've already they've always found a way to do it for the first eight weeks at least of the season. But I I, I mean I still think Jamar Chase is going to be incredible this year. I'm just saying, um, they might figure that out a little bit. I I'm I, once again I am a Bengals hater. I'm a Bengals denier this season, so I will be as negative as I want to be on them. Uh, but I'm not what negative is, on this. What a terrible man. thing to hate on with the Bengals. I'm not a, I'm not negative on this man. I'm not negative on T Higgins. This is a wide receiver one. Um, on any other team, I think, and he's a wide receiver two here. I think that a lot of the f- focus gets adjusted to Jamar Chase, and he gets even more open. Um, all he needs to do is eclipse a thousand yards, nine seventy-five. That's it. That's an a, easy layup and a half that's receiving an easy yards. One. Yeah, taking the over on that at minus one thirty-five. Johnny hates this. I love it. Rashad Bateman over eight hundred and fifty receiving yards. That is nothing Barf. for the leading target aside from Mark Mark Andrews on this team at minus one fifteen. And then, as I said, if Miles Garrett is healthy. The man's winning defensive player of the year. He is due. Give me that at plus 700. Mr. Johnny. I like it. I don't love it. Uh, I like about half your picks today. Uh, I think, you know, the the good thing is you're not the one paying me. So I don't really care. It's funny, too. DraftKings hasn't been paying you either. What's the Zaza? That's me laughing. That's that's your laugh. Oh, man. I'm so excited, Johnny. I'm so excited for tomorrow. I'm so excited for Sunday. I'm excited for Saturday as well. If you guys didn't know, Saturday, AFC Oklahoma State watch party 
at Four Peaks Eighth Street Pub in Tempe, three thirty. Um, you can sign up on the Eventbrite link in on our Twitter at phnx underscore Sun Devils. Make sure to come out to that. It's going to be such a good time. Super excited. Three dollar beers. Got a, like a hundred plus inch TV. Make sure to come out. Free entry, food and drink specials. As I said, um, this Saturday at three thirty p.m. Four Peaks Eighth Street Pub in Tempe. Come out and say hi. Let's watch an upset live together it's going to be a really good time um but until then we'll see you guys um tomorrow we're going to be doing obviously picks and props for the big game um between the bills and the rams so make sure to watch that episode we live at noon right here on the phnx sports youtube channel um and yeah well friday we'll have our picks for sunday so super excited for that johnny anything else before we get out of here PHNX Cardinals live today, myself, Bo Brock. Uh, where the hell's J.J. Watt? He's not practicing again. Uh, old players stay injured. Watt, uh, Rodney Hudson, Justin Pugh. I don't like it. Zach Ertz, thankfully, returned to practice. We'll have the full practice report, among other things, today. PHNX Cardinals live, myself, Bo Brock, 4 p.m. Don't miss it. Definitely. Uh, yeah, PHNX Cardinals live at 3, talking more Oklahoma State, talking some more depth chart and what this team is going to look like injuries and such. So make sure to tune in for that right here on the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. We'll be live every Monday through Friday at noon right here on the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. You can follow me on Twitter at Shane Deef. Follow Johnny on Twitter at Johnny Venerable. Follow the show on Twitter at PHNX underscore bets. And we'll be back tomorrow at noon. Peace, love, and pigskin starts tomorrow. Later, guys.